Praise the Lord. Well, we have been talking about identifying, <laughs> identifying and understanding the the, uh, the biblical uh, covenants, and uh, been on it now for a uh, a little while, and these are these are important important uh, to the fact that we uh, we need to learn uh, something about that, that God does work. Uh, he's a covenant God. And uh, everything that God does, he does uh, in, uh, in covenants. A covenant is an agreement uh, between, uh, it has to be at least two, two or more people. And uh, some covenants in the Bible are unconditional, some are uh, conditional. And uh, we, uh, we left off the last time talking about the Mosaic Covenant. Uh, and uh, if you remember uh, basically what we talked about, we read uh, the Ten Commandments. And that, uh, the Ten Commandments is the basis of that, uh, of that covenant. Uh, it is, it is, uh, it's called the Law. Uh, and um, uh, that's the, the covenant that God made uh, out of the Old Testament and uh, 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 under the old law. And basically, uh, you're, you're thinking, you're looking about um, uh, the first five books of the Bible, uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Uh, that's, that's where uh, you will find uh, the law. And... Um, a lot of people have a hard time understanding when you begin to talk to them uh, that, um, uh, you know, they want to, some people don't understand about the law uh, being fulfilled in Christ. Jesus said he didn't come to do away with the law. Uh, the old covenant wasn't done away with, but it was fulfilled. Jesus says, I didn't come to do away with the law but I come to fulfill the law. And he did fulfill the law. And we do not live underneath that covenant no more. We're going to be getting to the covenant that we are under um, uh, pretty soon. But um, there's a lot of things and um, uh, found in the book of Deuteronomy, for, for, for example, that, uh, that we are not bound by the day and 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 we're not we're not under those things now uh a lot of uh the cults uh and uh and people that get off in the left field uh they go back and they try to put people uh under a lot of those a lot of those things now i'm i'm tickled to death that we we're not under the law uh, number one i like bacon Number two, I like country ham. Uh, number three, I like good old fried catfish. Did you know if you was under the law, you couldn't eat catfish? The law states you cannot eat fish that don't have scales. Catfish don't have scales. So, uh, I mean, that's just, that's just a few of the examples and but some people, when you start talking about, say, "Well, we don't we don't live under that 
that time period, they said, well, you know, uh, uh, how can you do away? You're not doing away with it because Jesus fulfilled it. This is the best way I have to ex uh, explain it. Let's say, let, uh, now, I know we're brothers in the Lord, but let's just say uh, Douglas here, he and I, he and, he and I are brothers. And uh, that uh, our daddy uh, is um, uh, uh, Warren Buffett. Now, he's a billionaire, billionaire. And uh, let's say that uh, uh, back when he was young, he made a will. Well, that's another name for a covenant or testament. Like, you know, you, you hear it called the last will and testament. And uh, in, that, uh, in that first will uh, that he made, uh, he had in, in that will... He he left everything to Douglas, and only left uh, and, and only, only left me just a few bucks. And let's say let's say thirty years passed, and uh, he decides to make out another will. And uh, he don't know about it. And then something happens to Dad, and uh, he's expecting to get everything because he knew what the first will said. But when I get the lawyer and this other will is brought up in court, guess which one they're going to go by? The last one. Because the second one that was put in force, it made the other one null and no effect. Now, that's the same thing we're talking about, the difference between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant, the Old Testament and the New Testament. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of those guidelines that we're not, we're not under. You know, like I told you, um, you uh, uh, here a couple we a weeks ago, uh, you could not wear garments with different colors in them. You could not wear garments that had wool and linen mixed together and, and, and a bunch of stuff like that. All You'll find all that if you want to take the time to read in Deuteronomy and Leviticus and, uh, and, and, all, and all those things. And, um, uh, you know, before we got to pastor and we traveled and evangelized for about 20 years uh, before I started pastoring. And uh, we was up in Kentucky one time and um, Sister Darlene had her uh, a new pair of uh, a red uh, high heel shoes. She can't wear them high heels anymore. She'd break a neck. But she, uh, I called them spikes. She used to wear those spikes. And um, uh, they were red, bright red. And uh, I'm going to tell you what the people in that church where I went to preach, I mean, they seen her going in there with those red high heel shoes on, and boy, they went up one side of her and down the other. You ain't supposed to do that because, because uh, red represents sin. I just spoke up. I said, well, I always thought red represents the blood of Jesus. <laughs> you know, uh, but uh, when you go back and you start picking up some of those things under the old law, 
uh, you can just open up a whole can of worms and things and, and put pressure on people that God didn't intend for his church to be under. Uh, I'm glad for, for the covenant and the law of grace. What about you? Hallelujah. But I want to read a little bit uh, uh, in the book of Acts uh, in the 15th chapter. And uh, we find the first time here that after the church was started, this was one of the first uh, arguments that took place in the church. And uh, uh, it, it was between the, uh, the, the Jews that had come in and was in the church and the Gentiles that was uh, being born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. And so there was, there was a big confusion uh, and uh, a, a lot of those old Jews was wanting to have all the Gentiles to be put under the law, and especially um, uh, the law uh, that talked about circumcision. And uh, let's let's read here and, uh, and and get some idea of some things going. He says, "Now the apostles and elders came together to consider this matter. They had uh, the apostles and the elders had a meeting." And uh, they, they were trying to, uh, to work something out, what, what's going on, because there was a split in the church. A lot of people was wanting to go back and bring, put everybody under the law. So uh, we'll read just a little bit further. And when there had been much dispute, notice that word dispute, Peter rose up and said to them, men and brethren, you know that a good while ago God chose uh, among us that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the word of the gospel and believe. Somebody tell me when that happened. By the, uh, when uh, he, he noticed Peter said, Peter's doing a talking, and he said, you know how that a good while ago God chose among us that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the word. When was it the first time? Did it, huh? Uh, no, this this was this was after the upper room, where where Peter went, and, uh, and he he gave he gave the word uh, to the Gentiles. Cornelius' house, right? There was, he was the first Gentile uh, uh, to come in, him and his family. Uh, and let's let's go on. So God, who knows the heart, acknowledged them by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did unto us. Amen. And made no distinction between us and them, purifying their hearts uh, by faith. Now, therefore, why do you test God by putting a yoke on the neck of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear? He says, now, you're trying on all these Gentiles, and Paul was going all over the world, and, man, people were being saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. And, uh, uh, but the old Jews that come out of the law, you know, uh, uh, they, they was wanting to make all them Gentiles go back and, and put them under those first five books and to live by them and follow all of those rules. And he said it was a yoke on their neck. Uh, that uh, that their fathers wasn't able to bear. But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, 
we shall be saved in the same manner as they. Or do you not know, brethren, for I speak to those who know the law, that the law has dominion. Now, this is, this is Romans now. This is going to Romans chapter 7, verse 1. Uh, I want to read this one. Or do you not know, brethren, for I speak to those who know the law, that the law has dominion over man as long uh, as, uh, as he lives. For, uh, for the woman who has a husband is bound by the law to her husband as long as he lives, but if the husband dies, she is released from the law of her husband. She, if she marries another man, she will be called an adulteress, for if her husband dies, she is free from that law, that she is no adulteress, though she has married uh, a, another. Therefore, my brethren, you also have become dead to the law, notice this now, through the body of Christ, that you may be married to another, to him who was raised from the dead, that we should bear fruit unto God. Um, so this was, this was an example that Paul gave. He says, just like, say, if, if, if a woman has a husband uh, that, uh, and, he, and he dies, then she is at liberty to marry another. Well, well, Paul used that as an example in saying that we in the church today are married to Christ. Uh, and so we're under his rule, not under the rule of um, the law of Moses. There's a scripture uh, that says uh, the law came by Moses, but grace and truth by Jesus Christ. Now, I want to, I want to take you back and remind you of something that we talked about a few weeks ago, how strict that law was. If we're going to go back and pick up things under the law and try to live by them, remember, there was no mercy under the law. And I read to you the scripture in Numbers where on the Sabbath day there was a man that went out and was gathering sticks. He's picking up sticks. Now, the Bible don't say why he was picking them up, what was I don't know if he was wanting to build a fire or what he was wanting to do with the sticks, but he was gathering sticks. And somebody saw him, and they, they got him, and they put him, uh, uh, put him under arrest, basically. And then uh, uh, Moses went and prayed before the Lord, and God spoke and said that he must be stoned. And if you all remember, we read all of that story in, in, in the book, uh, I think it was in Numbers. And that, that's, a, that's a great example to show that under the law, there was no mercy whatsoever. Mercy and truth came by Jesus Christ. Now, I, I don't know about you, but I, I, I need all the mercy I can get. Hallelujah. I need the mercy and the grace of God, amen, in my life. And that is what that we are governed by uh, today. Uh, and, and some churches, and I, I thank God uh, that we don't have that problem, but there's a lot of churches, I mean, they just want to, uh, uh, when somebody come, comes in that uh, looks different than they do and, and 
uh, and uh, they think this or whatever. They start all that judgmental uh, attitude, and they. But you know, Jesus said, Brother Paul, that uh, he told his disciples, "He says I'm going to make you fishers of men." The problem with a lot of folks, they try to clean fish before they catch them. Amen. Uh, God can take care of that. All we're supposed to do is declare the gospel and show people love and mercy because that is what we are living under today is uh, uh, the, the mercy and the love, um, the love of God. Hallelujah. And that's what is uh, that's what's important. Uh, there's another group of scripture in Galatians that uh, that I want to read through. And uh, as I said, I got uh, there's a lot of reading tonight, but I want to finish this up uh, so we can move on to the other covenants. But in Galatians chapter three, uh, beginning of verse 19, he says, "What purpose then does the law serve?" It was added because of transgressions, till the seed should come to whom the promise was made, and it was appointed through angels by the hand of a mediator. Now, a mediator does not mediate for one only, but God is, is uh, one. Is the law then against the promises of God? Certainly not. For if there had been a law given which could have given life, truly righteousness would have been by the law. Let me stop right there. Um, here's something else that I want you to think about tonight. It said, is the law then against the promises of God? Certainly not. For if there had been a law given which could have given life, Truly righteousness would have been by the law. Do you know sins were not forgiven under the Old Testament and done away with like that they are now? Uh, uh, Brother Douglas, once a year they had what is called the Day of Atonement. And everybody throughout all Israel will have to go get them an animal and take it to the temple and give it to the priest to sacrifice for their sins. But it did, the blood of that animal did not cleanse people from their sins. It only pushed their sins forward another year. It took care of them for one year. And then the Bible said every year there was a remembrance made all over again of sins. How would you like every time you come to the house of God, uh, God having to bring up everything that you did in your past? See? <laughs> uh, but basically under the Old Testament, that's, that's what happened. Every year, all of their sins. But thank God, Jesus made the perfect sacrifice once and for all. And our sins just, it ain't, you know, you hear a lot of talk about the politicians kicking the can down the road. If you kick a can down the road and you don't take care of something, 
and you're walking down the road, sooner or later you're going to run right into the can again. Amen. Well, that, that's what happened to those sins in the Old Testament. They would just kick down the road, and as you were walking down the road, sooner or later you're just going to run right into them again. But the Bible says that Jesus casts our sins in the sea of forgetfulness, never to be remembered against us no more. Whoo, my Lord, I thank God. Uh, thank God for grace. Thank God for the, uh, the covenant that we are under today that came through Jesus. And we're going to be talking more about that when we get on it as when I finish this um, uh, uh, tonight, the Mosaic covenant. But I just, I just want to uh, rehearse to you uh, and let everybody leave here with an appreciation of how great it is to be living on this side of the cross. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And it's no, it's no need for some people to try to point their fingers at, at this one or that one or whatever because the same grace, uh, amen, uh, that takes care of one takes care of us all, sis. Amen. And that's the powerful thing about it. Amen. That's the powerful thing about it. And that's why this, uh, uh, this gospel of grace is the greatest thing that there ever was. Hallelujah. Amen. Everything that they, they, they did under the Old Testament, they constantly had their, their sins brought up and, and, and remembered. Uh, I heard somebody saying one time, and when you get to heaven and you stand before the judge, the Lord, the Lord judge, your whole life is going to be played uh, like, a, like a video, and it's going to be all before you and everything. But, folks, once you come to Calvary and the blood of Jesus is your life, all of that stuff that happened before is forgotten. It's done away with. It's over with. Never to. Well, another place said, far as the east is from the west. Hallelujah. So, says that for if, if there had been a law given which could have given life. You see, there was no life given under the Old Testament. They didn't have life. Uh, if it did, we would still be under it. But uh, Jesus came to bring us something better. He came to bring us something better. Hallelujah. Uh, I have, um, that completes this part about the Mosaic Covenant, and um, I really, really don't have time to start the next covenant uh, and, and, and do it any justice, so I'm, go I'm going to, uh, uh, I'm going to uh, stop it right there, and we will, we will pick up, and uh, so right now, I want to see anybody got any comments or any questions about what we talked about?